We're going to move on to dating because we got to wake Josh up a little bit in here. He hasn't talked in quite a while, and we love to hear his thoughts on dating and stuff like that. So we're going to move on to that. And with the dating and relationships, um, so you said something in our last podcast. You asked me, you, you brought up a girl who had two separate love languages, right? And you said one was... um. Uh, gifts and ones was active services and you said how will we describe this girl and Banks said maybe a, a gold digger and things like that but i had to go back and think about it because you know it's for the first time talking about it and on the surface that's what it seems like but i forgot about gifts right so and that with the love language thing um and by the way most people who've heard that show were like of course there's a love language and they don't see how you guys don't don't really see it. But, I mean, that's that's fair to say. It's all about perspective. Yes. Just because someone wrote it in the book and all of a sudden now it's valid. Okay. You know what I mean? Like right. they, they just discovered it in the past what decade? Oh, it came out in the nineties. Yeah. So let's say two decades. So it's not, yeah. Okay. yeah. Yeah. But um This new innovative technology says what? <laughs> but with the gifts though, I, I think where the uh the gifts got lost at when you brought up that that um that example, even for me, because I said the same thing, maybe gold digger. But I forgot gifts are not they don't have to be huge gifts. It can be I love essentially a water, you brought me essentially a water. It can be you saw my favorite candy bar at a store. Mm -hmm. It's just gifts in general, not necessarily something that's very expensive. So it doesn't make her really that means she's probably a gold digger. It just means she likes to receive gifts and whatnot, so to speak. That's a very interesting soundbite. Wouldn't you agree, John? I agree. Well, it's the truth. I just want to kind of clear that up because I looked at it too. When you said it, I wasn't thinking about it. I'm thinking about what well, she wanted. Just some she she want a Birkin bag and some red bottle. You say gifts, but I forget it can it can be something very small as long as she's receiving, you know, a gift. So I don't want to call that woman a gold digger per se. If that if gifts are her her love language, uh, so to speak, I want to clean it up. So we talked earlier about guys trips and people going on trips and stuff like that and um a a, a guy's trip uh spawned this topic so speaking to our man tony stark jr mm -hmm. shout out to him um i was asking him about a guy's trip and i said how would you feel about that and then he said that he can't do it <laughs> and he said uh him and his wife don't go on trips um uh, outside of with each other and that uh she wouldn't be okay with that and i said my follow-up to him was um well um is there a trust issue involved in that and he said uh of course there is and whatnot so that made me think about these guys trips and trust issues and and things like that and um, even my man Ray, who I said earlier, is okay with the guy's trip situation. Even him, that's new because he used to have to, like, almost get a permission slip to go to a guy's get trip. Get security clearance, huh? Yeah, I used to have to fill a permission slip and she could sign here, I could sign here, stuff like that. But now he can go. So um, with that being said, um, moving on, uh, talking about the guy's trip situation, uh, Banks, do you think – um, what trips are going out? Should there be rules like and boundaries um, in your relationships, like going on trips with your friends or even a curfew on what time you come home and things like that? Well, 
here's my thing when it comes to that. Um, I feel like there's two ways of looking at it. Like, Tony was talking from a uh, religious standpoint. Um, I think certain things, depending on what beliefs you believe in, may tie into that particular ideal of, like, you shouldn't do this because it's going to lead you to thinking or acting on uh, your weaknesses as a man or and or and or woman right but i also think from another standpoint if you just don't look at it from that particular point or value i think that issue of going out with your friends stems from trust issues of like trusting your partner well, no, it wasn't religious he said that he said there's little well, trust issues but like, but there, but no but this is the thing he did also mention like his decision making was him going to church oh his now yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like not in the past, but yeah. he also did bring in. That's why I said. That's why I gave you two two windows. Like mm-hmm. one, it could be a religious thing, right? Mm-hmm. Based off of what you teach, based off of what you learn, based off of what you read, and what it could lead to by doing those things. So I get that part. But then there's another part where if you're not looking at it from that particular standpoint, it comes from a lack of trust of what happened to you in the past. That's what I. That's what I honestly think. Because if you look at the reasons why. The average person may say it. It's just because, especially, like, I had an example of my boy, right? He wanted to go to Miami okay. with his boys on spring break. I remember I was, like, the mediator of this conversation. This girl was like, let me talk to John. John, what do you think about your boy? It was over because she, he was going to finesse her at that point. So she, he was going to Miami. He No, he actually didn't. He <laughs> right, didn't. Right. No, he wasn't. He wasn't going. Because she was like, he's going with all these single guys. There's going to be a lot of pretty women, a lot of young, stupid girls. There's going to be a lot of alcohol. And he wants to go there for a weekend from spring break. What would you do? And I was like, I mean, I, 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 I didn't know what to say. I was just How like, would you answer that, Josh? Thank you. I, I'm glad you asked. So I would be like, well, here's the thing. As long as you're doing what you need to be doing at home, shouldn't be an issue. And that's when you start packing, helping them pack. <laughs> I love it. Um, so you didn't answer the question? Let me think. I did. No, him. Actually, I did answer the question. Okay. Because this was my man. I was basically saying, like, listen, I understand. I understand the logistics of what's actually going on. And, yes, that could possibly happen. But you got to understand, like, you can't hold him back from wanting to have a good time. Like as far as like what happens there or whatever, I mean, you guys have a bond between each other. I think you should let him go because I think by just holding him back, he's always going to remember this. Right. And by you doing this, you're actually hurting what you guys have. Because at the end of the day, I'm, he's in, he's in love with you. Like this guy's madly in love with you. So I don't think it's going really nothing's going to really happen. But at the end of the day, she, she made made sure he wasn't going and he didn't go. Yes. And but I just I just think that that whole idea of control messes up a lot of things you have resentment now and now you have this what if thing now I, now you and i feel like for some it may create well right, now i gotta lie like oh if you're not gonna let me go out to this trip yeah. i gotta make up something like all right i'm going to go see my aunt my aunt just happens to live in that town and i'm gonna have to go do my thing because i can't really be real with you anymore and now i feel like you're just holding me back or for some where some people like mike <coughs> it's gonna be like oh you're not gonna let me go oh, okay well it was nice meeting you it was great, you know. It was a nice 
little three weeks we had and stuff like that. It just depends on the person. And going back to Tony, I do think a lot of it has to do with some sort of trust issue. Now, from hearing Tony's stories, interesting. From hearing Tony's stories, I don't really see where he's getting a task of trust because it seems like he just wanted to marry everyone that he encountered, and he got to that point because he had five he engagements. He, well, yeah. he didn't marry all five yeah, of them, yeah. Yeah. but it just seems like he had a consistent one, 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 one. Like after that one, it was another one. After that yeah. one, it was another one. After that one, it was another one. So I don't know where his trust issues is coming from, huh. unless if it's. Well, Tony, like where are your trust issues coming from? We're going to ask that question. Right, unless if it's like an internal thing, like yeah. unless if you feel like you're lacking in something yeah. or, I don't know, like you've seen things. Actually, Tony and Sandy, his wife, shout out to Sandy, mm-hmm. why are there issues where you guys can't go on guys or girls trips? What is the trust barrier there? But um, uh, Josh, I mean, obviously, I, I know you will be quite <laughs> against this. Uh, Josh, I, I would actually have fun with the question. So the banter, I, of course, I would be like, okay, what are the logical reasons as to why I cannot go? And I would just put my feet up with a bowl of popcorn and have fun. <laughs> okay, um, so you guys are okay with your girlfriend's if the other wife, whatever, going on a girls' trip? Then, well, it depends what you think is going on with those girl trips because we kind of see, right. And a lot of girl trips are going to places like the strip club in Toronto. Okay. And I think all of us either anecdotally or vicariously understand how girls can be around other girls who are under same parameters, right? Who are also single. Right. And also in a different part of the world where we all know that girls are great at keeping secrets. They'll, they'll bury them. It'll never reach the lot of day ever. In fact, you even have an anecdotal story about how the family would help them keep the lie. I, I did, yeah. I told that story already. Yeah, and sure. we all know that, with all due respect to guys, sure, we can multi-function. Shout out to Tony. Right? But we're not on that level, are we? True, but if you want her to be okay with you going on a trip, it's got to be okay with her going on her trips, too, as well? No, I'm saying, like, that's that's the fair point. So if you're going to make that argument, all right. that's fair. Okay, so but at the end of the day, I agree with Banks. It comes down to trust. So if you trust each other, it shouldn't be a big deal. Either way, right? So, because I know I'm gonna go regardless. So <laughs> I would be an incredible hypocrite if I didn't, you know, be like, right? Yeah. So you're so you're so you're really telling her to inform her of your decision, not really asking her is it okay, basically. Right, and yet she'll. I still, got an example since they say oh, I nice. don't really say stories or give story. I actually have a story about this, which actually ties into this fact about going on a trip, a place that. A lot of things can happen. Um, I had a girl I was talking to, um, and we were like back and forth here and there, but we weren't like, there was no titles or anything like that. But we were cool, we were cordial. And there was a point where my boy hits me up like, yo, let's go to Vegas for a weekend. So, you know, I tell her like, I'm about to go away. And she's like, where are you going? I was like, going to Las Vegas. She looks at me and she already had like a problem being with me because she clearly. Vegas, baby, Vegas. Yeah. She clearly told me, like, listen, you're a good looking guy, and I see, and when we go out, I see girls like talk to you and all these other and you entertain it. Like you're a flirt. And it does make me feel a little weary. But this is the one thing that that actually gave me the most respect for her. 
she said all that and i could see in her eyes she did not want me to go but the realest thing she was she said to me is like listen i know there's gonna be a lot of women there i know there's gonna be a lot of action all this time and the third all i care for you to do is when you go out just make sure you use a condom that's it did you go to the trip of course i did okay but when i came back i was so like i was so amazed and fascinated and just like take notes lady stuck so you didn't smash on the trip because of what she said no i didn't and i was just like i was like wait a minute now this girl's the truth because for her to actually say that and you know how i am yeah and is it but to still willing to be still willing to talk to me afterwards and then even give me the and also give to also shed more light to her she was like, I'm not going to even hit you up as much because I know you're going to be having a good time and I don't want to blow your phone up. When I came back, I made her my girl. That's Because I, I knew, regardless of where it went, I just knew what she did and what she possessed was so rare. Because in most cases, yeah, majority of women, regardless of how cool they are, if you want to find a red flag alert, if you want to find out <laughs> this red flag is going to go through or not or burn through the fire... Throw that position to her and see what she says. See her actions. That's another good question to ask pre-dating, actually. Well, I mean, it's not really a question for me to ask. I'm just going here. <laughs> you, could, you could come with me. That would be fantastic. Right, 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 but, right. Yeah, I'm going here. Well, not really a question to ask about can I go or not go, but to see how her feelings. I do this, actually. I see how girls' feelings are about guys' trips. So mm-hmm. like, I told Josh, I got like a freaking... Uh, 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 a pre-dating requisite freaking actually, you know what? I, I did. I did hit something. I did, but I told her. Okay, I told her. Yeah, and I remember we had. I remember we was laying in bed. I told her, and she was like, "I, I do appreciate the fact (laughs) that you told me, and it's okay." To the bunny ranch. What's with the bunny ranch out there? What's going on? You don't know bunny ranch. I'm joking. I'm joking. (laughs) 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 But and I don't pay for chicks. You know that. But it's just I, I a thing. That, but that's no, I clearly told you I don't. Especially when it comes to DR, I'm, I, I, I don't even think I, I would enjoy DR because I don't. I'm not going to want to do that. I right. just feel like it's a waste of money. When it comes to Josh's frugalness, I agree to that part. I'm not going to do it. Which part is that? <laughs> well, <laughs> I remember when we was at the barbershop, Mike brought up the uh, the five dollar thing. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm actually going to the museum on Monday, on uh, Sunday. But yeah, Solo? No. Oh, okay. They wait, 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 wait. Is, is a girl going with you? There is one. Are you going to finally pay for her to get in or what, man? Well, it's not uh, It's not the MoMA, so it's not a place I'm a member of. Oh, okay. So I'm actually going with Sheed and his girlfriend and our other friends as well. Oh, okay. Gotcha. All right. Tell Sheed we said what's up, man. When you, when you, when you, uh, oh, I will. You go up there. Um, Yeah, I agree with that. But... um. So you made it your girl. I think it's a good story. I think I think being real, a lot of women should do more, and right. just kind of have that. Um, Instead of doing all this extra stuff, just being you and doing yeah, real things. Those are the most things that. Those like, are the things that capture. Yeah, the and, person and turn us on and make us like really, really feel a girl out. It's just being real, you know, understanding that like I understand, you know, but just be loyal and real to me. And mm-hmm. I think those are the things that we love. But now, so you're okay with girl going on a girl trip? Since he answered the question, but. Um, here's my thing. I'll put it this way: if we're like talking, we're cool. It's first year to whatever. I'm not gonna tell you what to do, or whatever. But I feel like if we get serious and it comes to a point of 
like us really being together forever or whatever there's certain trips where i just don't think this is how i look i look on the mindset on how we how we both are as a person right if I feel like the trip, the people that you're going on the trip are known to do things mm-hmm. and are they, they're known to talk people into doing things, I just know I can just read people. And if you're like really, really excited to go, that tells me something. This that's just me. I look I look I look into I look far into the box. Like right, I pay but attention. You say the same thing about your friends, so But this is the thing. If this was like if I'm deep into this person and I that just is me. And if I feel like this is the person I want to be with, there's certain things I'm not I'm not gonna want to do. Like a trip like that is not going to really give me that thrill because I'm on a whole different scale. Like I'm not really willing to do that. If I feel like I find some, if Look, I, man, I, you, I'm giving you the truth. Okay. I'm t- telling you, if right. if she chooses to do that, I'm not going to talk her out of it. But it's going to leave a lasting impression in my head. What if she went was an innocent girl, even mm-hmm. though her friends are whatever they are? Mm-hmm. That doesn't work. I've seen it. <laughs> I've seen it. I, I <laughs> was. I, I've it. been the guy where you see a girl and like, oh, she looks like this, and then she turns up. Everybody don't finesse like you, though, bro. Like, nah, it's, it's not even finesse. It's just. A, it could be a simple, whatever. And her friends like, girl, you in Vegas? Is no one's gonna know? Fuck it. All right. It seems a little hypocritical that it's you not, guys It's had not. It's not. But I also. But, trips, but, uh, but, go but I also trips. said. But I also I said, said. I said I didn't have an issue with it. Well, you. you but you also brought up a little soliloquy about. Well, you know <laughs> what? What happens on girls' trips, and we know that sometimes mm-hmm. this and that happens in a third. Right, and even with that, still trust. Okay. All right. Cool. I mean, after all, it's a request, not a demand. Right. And if she's demanding, that's adorable. Right. But also, if she's a cool chick, like you guys said, right. then she could do things like, okay, if you're really threatened by the perspective of other women approach me which I'm when I'm out, which is a probability, uh-huh. you can be the one engaging me on my phone, sending me in sexting and all that, right? Right. You could be doing that. So I'm anticipating coming back to see you. See, that's things cool girls do. Yeah. So nice. I've been fortunate enough to be with girls who do that. So that's my level of consciousness. I got another story. Another one. Yeah. Cool. So this is like I was in, I was like twenty. And I, I kinda mentioned this girl before. This girl was from Chicago. Yeah, you didn't Um we never had any titles, but we were always cool. Like we'd go to the movies, after the movies, we would smash. And I remember it came to a point where she was like, I just feel like we just go to the movies to do it. And but you're <laughs> wait, so- wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. So you would smash in the movie? No, no, no. Like after the movie, like we'll we'll go. Like I'll say, let's go watch this. Was movie, she right, or did you want to? Did you just want to smash? No, I mean we didn't have to, but it just so happened to work out that way. So she felt like that though. She did, but she liked it because okay. she was like, "Oh, you're playing this innocent role." She saw it as you a game. Her. I didn't finesse her because we didn't have to. Because she was so cool. I like here's my thing. There's certain movies I want to go with somebody to enjoy the moment, and uh. she was so cool. She was so cool. She didn't bother me. She let me do my thing. She was literally like a great friend. Okay. And she didn't like do like, oh, what's this? What's that? Like, what you experience and stuff like that. Yeah. So I didn't mind like having her tag along with me because she was cool. And then she used the thing like, well, I know you just take me to the movies and then afterwards we do it. (laughs) And I like it. You played a good guy. I'm the bad girl. And she just used it. She just used like she threw a little little spiciness to it all right and i like that because she was like full of energy and where her i just felt like 
I remember it came to the point where she was like, oh, do you got a girl or whatever? And I was like, no. I was like, no, I don't. And she was like, you know, I, I know I understand you're a good looking guy, all this other stuff. But if we're not like if you ever don't ever choose to do anything like push the agenda of me being like your girlfriend or anything, that's fine with me. But I just want to choose. I choose to share my time with you because I like being around you and I like I like you make me laugh. We have a good time. And. You just, you just what I want to be with her right now, and when she said that, it really pushed me back. Like wow, like I, because I like to this day I don't even see too many girls be that honest and still be willing to like hang out and go out and do fun things, because usually that's like a red flag and be like all right, you know what, this person's not serious, I'm gonna walk away. But instead of them walking away and and doing the opposite, they stay. And like that's a key thing that I always remember. What was the uh, another booty call, Mike? No, no, that that was adorable, by the way, because <laughs> we could actually hear. Oh, really? The other speaker. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Anyway, oh. <laughs> hope that'll get picked up on this speaker. But... Shouts out to Mama Bear. Shouts out to Mama Bear. Call and make sure I'm all good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so what about the going out at night? Mm-hmm. Are you got? Are you? Okay. Oh, going out at night? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, what? Go. Right, but do you care what time she comes home? No. Okay. Would you care if you live with someone and you were home? No. Okay. Well, this is the, with, if I have kids, I do care because it's you're sending a lasting impression. Where Because basically, you kid, regardless of what people say, kids are going to emulate what you do. And they may not do everything that you do, but they you leave lasting impressions. Because, at least from what I see, like, if you see your parents going out drinking, coming out late drunk, or going coming out 4 o'clock in the morning, and then you try to reciprocate the energy, like, oh, you shouldn't do this, you shouldn't do that. It's just like, but you do it. And, but you, you might not, you might be respectful, might not talk back, but in your head, like, how are you going to tell me not to do something when you do it? Right. If we're like, we're, there's no kids, it's just us, by all means, you want to come back at 5 o'clock? Okay, I'll be asleep. Do your thing. Um... But um, that's my honest approach. But um, not for kids. Either way, you're, you're good. Either way. What, it, what if they have kids? If you didn't have kids, you're good. If yeah. I didn't have kids, I, I'm good because you're not leaving. You're not. So infected. there's no time. So if she left at ten and came back at five. Mm-hmm. You're, you're cool with it. Yeah, I'm cool with it. All right. What about you? Hmm, I don't know about from ten to five. <laughs> I mean, unless she's a nurse, right? <laughs> right. Well, she could have went to the club. After the show, it's the after party. You know what I mean? <laughs> after the party, the hotel lobby. You know what I mean? She could have had a good time. But at the same time, this has happened before, but as we both say, we're not there twiddling our thumbs. There's plenty of things to do during that time. This is true. Exactly. However, if you ran out and you fell asleep and then you look over two hours later, she's still not there, would that upset you? I would just want to make sure she's cool. As long as she's okay. You're good. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that, that makes sense. And of course, I guess- Mike, so- what would you do? <laughs> um, kick her out. No, well, let me let me just. You ain't coming course, back here no I more. I would say, of course, <laughs> I safe to say that you guys <laughs> would not have a curfew. Nobody, nobody will put you guys on a curfew for any time. Then I'm yeah. sorry. Are we in middle school here, Mike? Okay, the second. All right. So for me, yeah. answer these questions. Some of them. So for the curfew thing, 
I don't think there should be a curfew, but if you do live with someone, I think there should be like a line of respect or whatever. Mm-hmm. I think you coming in when the sun's coming up is a little bit disrespectful. But I think, you know, it's about like, you know, like what you were doing. Like if you went to the club or went to a show or whatever like that, and maybe you spent an hour afterwards and got some breakfast with your girls or whatever, that's cool. But once you spend four, five, six hours after the show been over, what the fuck was you doing? You know what I'm saying? So that would kind of bother me. Um, and I would have that same line of respect for her. Like, I wouldn't, you know, just pop in early in the morning. However, you're not going to give me a curfew either, though. Mm-hmm. So, you know, once you tell me uh, you better be home by whatever, let's say um, 2 o'clock or whatever like that, mm-hmm. or I'm be upset. Now I'm going to go sit in my car until 5 just to, just to go in and be petty. Oh, now, stop it. Huh? Really? Yeah, because you uh, shouldn't give me a curfew. I told you. What? Yeah, Mike. I knew Mike was gonna give a spicy answer. That's I mean, you know about. I'm petty Fendergrass, man. So you're man, not we need another soundbite, man. We need that Tony soundbite. But you, my, but you, my wife, though. <laughs> you're not gonna give me a curfew. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm going to go to a diner. I'm going to go sit in my car, listen to a New You Radio podcast until 5 a.m. and walk in like, man, that was a great night because you gave me a curfew. But if you just like, you know, have fun, babe, enjoy yourself, I'm going to come and like, the same time the show was over and whatnot. So it's just, it's just whatever it is. Like, you know, and it's funny because I got a story. I mean, not one of my own, but my guy just told me this recently. Shouts out to my man Ray. But he told me he um, went to watch a boxing match at a bar. And, um, you know, sometimes with boxing, there's really no actual time mm-hmm. because if it's um, a knockout, then it's going to be over faster than you thought it was going to be, you know, going to be over. If it's a 12-round match, mm-hmm. then you don't, you don't know what time boxing is going to be over, right? right? So he went to watch um, a boxing match, and on that particular card, all the fights went 12 rounds, right? Mm-hmm. So that means it was long cards. And whatnot. So his girl, you know, had was like, yo. Um, and it's, so when he got home, she was just like, yo, you here kind of late. Um, the fight should have been over and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And why are you here so late? And that started the whole thing. But again, you don't know how long the boxing is going to be. So that kind of conversation right there will make me upset. Because first of all, you know I was going out to a boxing match. Mm-hmm. I could have, it could have been a short fight. And me and Banks decided, let's go grab a bite to eat afterwards or whatever mm-hmm. like that. You might need to talk about you and your girl. It don't really matter. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to cheat on you. And secondly, my whole thing is that if I were, if I wanted to cheat on you, I would cheat on you, okay? Mm-hmm. It's a boxing match that's got national results and highlights. I can go to a chick's house, knock her off, or whatever, for the whole boxing match, <laughs> come back to you fast like you want me to and tell you all the results. I got them on my phone. And you would never, ever know. I'd be like, yeah, Johnson knocked out Jones in the third round. It was a good fight. You know what I mean? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. But you would never, ever know the difference. So if I wanted to cheat on you, I would cheat on you. Uh-huh. So don't question me about stuff like that because now you're making me, you know, upset and feel like the trust issues is not there. Mm-hmm. I don't deal at my age now, I don't deal with trust issues. Mm-hmm. And I think things like that are trust issues. Same thing with the guy's trip, mm-hmm. right? So I feel like that if I want to go have some fun with my guys, me, mm-hmm. you, and Jasco to Houston or whatever it is, mm-hmm. it's just something we want to do. Right. And and maybe I want to try the food in Houston. Maybe I want to meet some people, go mm-hmm. on Shorty Podcast, give her a, a, a male yeah. perspective, just whatever Dallas, it is. Though. Dallas, whatever, I'm just saying, yeah. or whatever. So, um, 
and uh, stuff like that. So I don't want to hear things like that because sometimes it's good to get away with just your friends. You can have your vacations, you know, mm-hmm. separately and whatnot. Right. But I think sometimes it's good to get away with your friends. Same thing with her. Like, I'm not going to um, put stress on her because I think the whole trust goes from cheating. Even though you did smash John in Vegas, mm-hmm. you could have easily smashed a John here. Like, it didn't really, you know, like, it's, it's not – you're not going to prevent – I think the whole thing is people trying to – um uh, preemptively prevent cheating. And there's no way to prevent it. If you're going to do it, you're going to do it. Well, it's kind of a self-fulfilling prophecy because you're going to push in a person in the direction to cheat by behaving, right? So instead of playing to win, you're playing not to lose. Yeah. And honestly, I think it's easier to cheat in town than out of town. Because first of all, I, I know you know my surroundings. I know your schedule. I know my schedule. I know... Um, you know, uh, I, I know people, you know, I got people already, already, you know, who, who would, you know, let me knock it off or stuff like that. So we're out of town. I might got to find everybody, not banks. I don't have to finesse rules like banks. So <laughs> I, out of town, I got to find somebody, get her to want to lay down with me, stuff like that. So, but it goes back to your point because at the end of the day, just like how in that scenario, if the fight ends early, you just want to chill with Banks, right? Right. So there's a, a desire to spend time away from that person. Right. You just need your space. The same space that the barbershop supplies for men, right? Right. You just need that space where you can be free because usually when you're at home, you can't be all the way free like that. Right. I, I got a friend literally, right? So these these women are still talking about uh, 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 Jeff. So I talked to my man, Jeff. Hey, these women are still talking about... Um, uh, worry about guys' trips and late nights or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. I know Jeff at some time in his life or whatever. I know for a fact that Jeff actually was supposed to go to a barbershop one night, met a girl at a bar, knocked it off in a car um, uh, outside the bar, still went to the barbershop, used their bathroom to wash herself up, and still got a shape up. And came, and came home, and she's like, your shape up look good, baby. And don't even know. So, really, the out-of-town thing don't, you know, <laughs> really matter. I'm Sound just, like a Tyler Perry movie. I'm just saying. Like, no. I mean, what, what, <laughs> what that, but, hey, he knew the barber. He played it well. So, you know, it, it worked out for him. So, as long as you play your cards right and playing well, cheating can happen either way. So well, Let's not try and encourage the behavior. I'm not encouraging cheating. I'm just saying that. I don't think that. You just do it better, right? <laughs> I don't cheat or whatever myself. But... I, I will say that you can't prevent it. If you don't trust the person, don't be with them. And just uh, having those restrictions will make people, like you said, turn away from you more and maybe, you know, kill you anyway. Not take you seriously as an adult. As an adult. Uh, emotionally. Yeah. So I kind of, um, you, you guys kind of got into this a little bit, but the next question was, do you trust all your partners, friends, significant others' friends um, mm-hmm. at all? And um, if you didn't, would you say something to him? Would I say to my my girls? Yeah, of course. Okay, what would you say? Um, I think I've always been like this. Ooh. I'm always vocal about that. Uh, like I remember when I was younger, I was uh, I guess it's called dating. Uh, my eyes, <laughs> I was just messing with her. Um, she had. I remember she told me like she wanted the image that she portrayed. <clears throat> Or that the image that was portrayed of her, she wanted to change it. She wanted people to take her seriously because you know she had a little past or whatever. So I was trying to give her the tools 
to help change her perception. Like, you can't be doing this. You can't be staying late. You you want people to take you seriously. You got to, like, change your habits. And then by you doing that, people are going to automatically forget those things if they see you own it. But you got to really own it. You can't just be in and out. And she was in and out. So people never took her seriously. And then when you, when I, I remember when I went out with her friends a couple of times, and her friends were whores, straight whores. Like the stuff they would do, the stuff they would talk about, um, like the, the attention that they wanted was just like, how could you go out with these people and not expect other people to talk about you? Like it's just, just being honest. Like I understand these are your friends. They may accept you for whatever. But look at what they do. Look at you being a look at the association, regardless if you're a guy or a girl, it's because it's the same thing. People judge off of what they see. Mm-hmm. And you are giving this image of you trying to be a good person, but then they're seeing this. No one is ever <coughs> no one's gonna take you seriously. No one. And I told her that. I was like, listen, like your girls, they're filled with nonsense. Like it's not. I don't understand how, why they're your friends. What you do, what you want to do in your life, I don't really see the picture. I don't really see them being in there. I even threw an example of like you know the amount of friendships women go through right in a lifetime, and like the number like towards the end of your lifetime, the the, the number of people that actually stay your friend is like less than five. Mm-hmm. Like, do you realize that, right? I'm trying to like expedite this process. Like, yo, get rid of these people because <laughs> they're not doing nothing. <laughs> and I remember it was like a battle, like, no, you don't understand, blah, blah, blah. And like, I, I, I myself just couldn't do it. I'm not going to sit here and deal with it. I'm like, okay, you know what? Do your thing with your booze. It seems like they're going to give you a lot of love and affection because I'm not. So you actually mm-hmm. will leave the girl yes. if she don't dis- dismiss these friends. Yes. Interesting. Because okay. you got to think, if she's willing to jeopardize her image or the person that she's trying to present. And if I'm trying to actually build something serious with you and you're consistently giving off this double, this double end or this double life or whatever, I I don't think it just really makes sense because uh, my thing is family. Like eventually I want to have a family Mm -hmm. and I don't think it's possible for you to have a family and have this image of being a mom or a mother to my kids, and then you wanted to <coughs> hang out with Tracy and and Shantae and all them, and they come home, they talk about getting digged down by Tyrone, <laughs> and your son's like at the kitchen. <laughs> like, I mean, but you're you're, you're like creating an entire scenario that never just, happen. What you tell me that won't happen? I mean, Mike. I want you to be real because I know sometimes you just you tend to not do that. You just you give this what I mean thing, but it's yes. like I know there's right? moments. I mean, I'm just being I'm being honest though. But there's I feel like sometimes you look past like things that actually happen. Like you can have a girl. Let, let's say let's say this. Let's say you you got some chick pregnant, right? You didn't want her. You didn't want it to happen, but it happened. And your son is over your baby mom's house, whatever, right? right? And you go pick up your son, and her friends are there. Her friends don't like you, but you want to go spend some quality time with your son. And 
the verbiage, the language, the 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 dialogue that they're expressing. Maybe your girl might not be saying because you're around, but you hear them having these conversations, and your kid's like right there. Let's say he's watching TV. No, 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 no. In, in your scenario, uh-huh. it would upset me, right? But you're creating a, a scenario that may not happen. Is what I'm saying. So, but you're, I'm you're, not. So, so you're telling me you're uh-huh. breaking up with this girl now today mm-hmm. because. If you ever were to have a family with her, mm-hmm. listen to this part. You're mm-hmm. bringing with her today because if you ever settle down with her, mm-hmm. and then if you had a child with her, mm-hmm. she may bring that thought friend around at the same exact time mm-hmm. your son is around, and they may talk about her getting dicked down, mm-hmm. and it may be in shot range for him to hear it. Mm-hmm. You're creating too many ifs in your scenario, too many plot holes there. So I'm saying that. Like to break up with okay, her I, now because I think, of that. I think you're you're we're like on two different things. No, this is my, thing. but this, no, no. Because here's my thing. Maybe I should elaborate more. I'm the type of person to give someone a chance. If it's like a if it's something that I run into at that point, I'm not going to just leave them high and dry. Mm-hmm. But if it's like a consistent a consistent thing, like consistent red flags in my eyes, then at least from what I've seen. I don't ever see you really making any drastic changes anytime soon. And or most people that. usually don't either. So I think it's a difference from, well, you know what? Before I get to myself, actually, mm-hmm. let's go to Mr. Waring over here. So um, do, you, do you have a problem with, if you had a problem with your girlfriends, let's say friends, would you tell her? Now, of course, Josh needs parameters because there's a difference between friends that are girls and friends that are guys. Is that fair? Right. So I think we've already said we we accept the girls who have male friends or whatever like that. Absolutely. But I'm saying if it was a girlfriend, let's say, let's use bank scenario, where she's a girl who's, let's say, uh, thottish, I guess. And I absolutely love that scenario because now the friends might be fair game. Okay. So, so you will have her dismiss the friends, basically, or say, "I don't feel like you should be friends because it's hurting your image," as as John said. Well, she clearly doesn't care. She's fully aware of what's going on. Right. She's not, you know, <laughs> naive. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I, I kind of. I. I. Um. Yeah. I, I agree with you. I mean, I think it's a difference between a friend, the uh, a couple friends in a group who may be whores, than friends who are like. Bank robbers or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't <laughs> like, like said <laughs> it all. And Louise. <laughs> so I'm just saying, if 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 that's the case, I'm be like, yo, your friends are fucking criminals. Like you can't be hanging with them because you may be in a car and they got a freaking knapsack in the back full of cash or whatever right. like that. But you could be like, oh, y'all could be chilling at home and she, you know, gets a text like, oh, you know, let's say Terry is coming home from the club. Oh, tell her to come over, say hello. Right. That's what's going on. Yeah, see, and that's a, and that's a, and that's, and that's a difference to me than that. But um, I, I don't know. I think like I, I do agree with you somewhat, but I think it agrees. It depends on how much time they're spending with these particular friends. Like if they're friends that they've known forever, so it's like once a month, like you know, we all get together, have a a ladies night and stuff like that to talk about getting dicked down or whatever the fuck and stuff. And, um, and that's cool. But if it's like a regular basis, like they had the club together every weekend and stuff like that, then I can see your scenario of birds of a feather flock together, which you're basically saying, right? But that's what I'm saying. If it's a consistent thing, but if it's a sporadic thing, like you just happen to walk into it or they just so happen to come, we have like a book club or whatever. That's different because you're not, purposely engaging i know 
you're human, you want to hear that gossip or whatever. So you couldn't say, so would you say at first fall back from the friends rather than just get rid of them? Or would you say get rid of them altogether? No, if it was just like you run into them or they happen to be part of some group that you go into, I'm not going to stop you from doing that. No, I'm saying if they were doing it consistently, consistently? would you start with fall back or would you say from the beginning? I would, I would have a conversation. I'm like, here's my thing. It's like even when it comes to corporate America and right, what right. you do in public, especially when you're black, uh-huh. your image is your downfall. Yeah. What people see you surround yourself with, that's how people are going to judge you. They may smile on your face, especially women. Women do it all the time. They'll smile on your face. Oh, girl, you look good, all this other stuff. Uh-huh. And then they'll talk, back, they'll talk bad about you. Right. And like some women will look past it and be naive and be like, no, she would never do that until you run into them and actually run into them saying like, okay, oh, wow, this person actually does say this to me. Or you hear some gossip that's about you from someone else that you told somebody something. Same thing with guys. So I'm looking at it from a larger aspect because I want us to elevate and be the best that we can be. I say, and, and you're consistent because yeah. you're the same guy who thinks that about stuff she may wear, uh, hurting her image and stuff like right. that. Right. Exa- I'm not just saying these things. All these things tie tie in together. Right. I'm all about image. Right. And I'm all about like just like creating that foundation. And I'm like I'm all about like like I always express like eventually I want to have kids. And I know how it feels to be a little kid, and you see certain things. All right, so, you're not. You're, it's never gonna leave. It's never that stuff doesn't leave. Let me flip it though, uh-huh. because I know you've hung out with some of the biggest whores in New Jersey. Right? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, wow, allegedly. No, 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 goodness. no, 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 no. Not alleged. Not, not, not women. I'm talking about men now. When I say horse <laughs> or whatever, and we know. Women, yeah, allegedly. Allegedly, uh-huh. and we know in a particular who <laughs> recently got married and wore makeup. But, oh, <laughs> but shots fired. But um. What if you had a girl uh-huh. and she didn't want you to hang with your boys because she know that when you, well, not with you, that they the type of dudes that always got chicks. Um, you know, it's funny. The the girl I just told you, she said the same thing. It was like, oh, you have this dude. You hang out with this guy. He's not like, doesn't have the best image and all this other stuff. Right. And the way I responded to her was simply because he tried to say like, oh, I've been with these people for all my life. They were my ride or dies. And I had like, a similar thing because this person did a lot for me and like helped me out like growing up and stuff like that. But this is my thing. Like, yeah, I hang out with this person, but I realize the things that this person particularly does. Right. I'm not going to surround myself with because I know what the lasting impression is going to do to me. Okay. So I'm not going to push this person out all out the way because I know what they do. Because right. they don't they don't involve me in it because I know I'm not going to surround myself with it. Okay. So if they if she did it in that context, then there's nothing for me to say. Okay. But this person wanted to consistently fall into that trap. Me, I'm selective on what I'm doing with this person because okay. at the end of the day, this person also has manners. Right, right. Like if if we're in a certain setting or if like uh, my parents are there or like there's a, uh, a coach or an elder, they're not going to do the things that if it's just my boys are there. Okay. They know how to turn that on and turn it off. So this person's different. Where your friends don't know how to turn it off. It could be any. It could be in class and doing some some nonsense. I've seen it. <laughs> so they were like ratchet, basically. You say ratchet, I'm, I'm ratchet, like ratchet's not even a word. I don't like the stuff I seen them do. 
And then they wonder they don't have why they don't have no boyfriends or why nobody wants to be with them. So Yeesh. if that person mm-hmm. was similar to her friends, you would respect it and say, okay, like I what I just said about like my friend. Yeah, if they were you, if, any any anybody, if they were, if your friend was similar to her friends, and she wanted you to get rid of them, would you respect it then? If it was like that, and she brought points. Yeah, yeah. but uh-huh. me being an individual, I would no, notice that, and I would just distance purposely anyway. distance myself because. I understand. It's like this when, like, Jazz says, if people are drinking, right? Right. And he goes to the point of we're out to dinner, right. And you get one a glass of wine, or whatever. I'm not gonna say none. But if it's like a consistent thing where you're just ordering more you and more dip. drinks, you know, I'm good. I'm out. Yeah. I am that. I'm that way when it comes to certain people. Like, if you know I don't do this, that, and a third, and you're mindful of that, then we're cool. But if you just abuse it. And you know I don't like doing those things, or I don't like surrounding myself around that. And I can't really be there. Oh. That, but that's just me because I just know what that image does, and image is key. Everything for you, I got it. For you, Josh, is there anything a person could say to make you, I guess, cut your friend and not be with your friend anymore if they didn't like that person's activities? I guess so to speak. Well, who was there first? Your friend was at first. So why would they be presumptuous enough to think they could do that, similar to Meghan Markle? That's my question. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bring it full circle. I, I guess do. because they're yeah. thinking they're now your girl now. And what? She's the president of Josh now? Like, <laughs> of, of Josh Landia? What, what is this? I love it. But what if she did make valid points, though? Well, give me some valid points that would... Persuade me. Uh, I mean, I wouldn't try to persuade you, but I'm saying she's saying that this guy, he's telling the activities that he do. He's out of time, girls a lot. He's he's um he brings down your image as, as as he said stuff like that. And I just feel like you know he just type of guy you wanted to be around. It's like that. Every time let's say you're out, let's say if he was a guy, and every time you were out, some ruckus happened at, at a bar, at a club, or something like that. Well, Josh wouldn't be in that scenario anyway. This is true, but I'm just saying. The point is, she don't like the guy, I guess. Right, but that's her own personal feelings. Okay, but she don't think that she don't trust you to be with him. Unless she can illustrate how he's detrimental for my success. But if she can, would you be willing to cut him off? I mean, it doesn't sound like she can. <laughs> okay. That's interesting. I mean, because, again, she's naming all the things that highlight her distrustful nature. Right. As opposed to actual valid <coughs> logical points that have nothing to do with emotion. Okay. Um, me personally, I'm not cutting nobody off for nobody. Like, especially a guy who I've known for whatever amount of years. Because you had to do that with a girl, right? I had to do it with a girl, but that was more of a uh, not because she didn't like her image or what she did, because she just you know, was scared the girl would want to fuck me one day or whatever like that. So that's something different. However, I still regret that to this day. And me and her are now cool now. The girl I cut off, you know, I reconciled, apologized several times, and we're very, very cool and calls me on regular again now. However, felt bad about that. And for a guy, you know, especially most of my friends are are lifelong. And even close friends, like even, even you guys now, I would never cut nobody off because – you know, a girl told me like I don't, I'm not feeling him again. I'm with you. Give me valid, valid, valid points. Why? And even with that, I'll talk to him and say, bro, you know, 
she made some points, and I maybe she calmed down here or there. And then even with that, I may would fall back a little bit, but still wouldn't cut him off, you know. Right. And any particular, I had some like going back to the the same scenario. Like I remember we were all driving back from her school, and he's bad with names. And yeah. He called her like names that she know of girls I messed with in the past, Eesh. like oh, Jen Eesh. and uh, such and such. And she was like literally like I'm saying. I remember after he left, she cried. Oh wow. And. But he was high and drunk. Okay. And he didn't mean it. And he's. I also try to tell her, like, listen, it's nothing against you. He's just really bad with names. Right, right. Like, I'm sometimes surprised he even remembers my name. <laughs> and, like, she took such offense to it. I had to talk to him. But him, once again, just being, like, the type of people you surround yourself with, he was so remorseful. He wanted to have a conversation with her to explain, like, listen, it's nothing against you. It's just... I smoke a lot of weed. I be forgetting stuff. Like, and that's his honest approach. And me, I don't smoke weed. But I just, the type of person he is, that's the type of person, like, right. I, I can't cut someone off like that. Even though he may do things I don't like, but he also knows how to turn things on and turn things off. Me, what I'm saying is somebody who's consistently doing BS, it's just like sometimes there's a point where you have to cut them off. Oh, yeah. I mean, in general, you have to cut them off, mm-hmm. whether a girl wants you to or not, you know, right. if they consistently don't BS. Right. Like, a girl's not going to make me cut my friend off, unless if it's something to where it has to be done. But that's, like, a decision I, I solely but make. But you felt like in your scenario, uh-huh. it had to be done for her to cut those friends off, though. Right. Just based off, if this is what you, if this is the things that you're portraying to be, Right. right. What they're doing is not going to help you at all. Okay. And if this is what you honestly want to do, or you're just saying this to maybe mirror what I do or what I tried to do, because you, I, you know, like you said, I'm, I'm conscious of what I present and what right. I do. Then are you just doing this just to make me feel better, or just something that you're just saying just to say? Did so at the end you wind up cutting her off because of the friends, or what? For other things, but most of it, yeah. Okay. That was that was a weighing factor, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Because no. I, if like if you see, but I, I there's something in me if like if you seen some of the things, especially you being younger too, like at the age I was, this is something I know. You like, oh no, I ain't doing this shit about this. <laughs> I'm out. Because you just saw, you just said some petty shit like, oh, she's coming back at five a.m. You go sit in the car, do this, and just aligns with what I'm trying to tell you. You just may not think of it right now, but just a guarantee. If what I'm talking about is happening to you, I see something in I see the passion of you saying, you I've know what? I've had conversations about friends, of course. Right. I've never actually had anybody cut anybody off, but I've uh-huh. had conversations because, and, and my conversations more uh, stemmed on when I knew the girls, not just, not more of a, their actions was hurting her image, but mm-hmm. more, I knew they're trying to influence her to do bad things. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Like, look, girl, you just come out here being my wingman or whatever like that. Mm-hmm. Or mad because she's trying to settle down and now she can't be your wingman. Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. Or or like, um, you know, uh, really, really saying, I wish you you, know, you should be with somebody else. You should be with my boyfriend's friend or whatever. So those type of friends, mm-hmm. those are just jealous haters. So for those ones. There's a lot of girls that do that, though. That's pretty normal. It, it, it is or whatever. But for the ones I find out about, those are the ones. I had, to have, I had to have conversations with. So as I would say naturally distrusting women are, not all, obviously, but let's say the statistical majority, right. 
about their men going out is because they know how girls are when they go out as solo chicks. Because it's completely different. Yeah, I mean, I can't, I can't agree. I think that's natural for all. I think most of the things that people, emotions people have are based off how they know they are and stuff like that in a lot of different situations. Right, so you're projecting. Yeah, you're projecting. As opposed to taking someone as they are. I agree. So, <laughs> you know, you're leading to the breakup. Or let's say extended time away from you on a guy's trip, <laughs> that becomes yeah. necessary if you keep acting like that. Yeah, I mean, guys don't want to be nagged about trust situations, especially when they're doing nothing, mm-hmm. right? So that leads to extended time of going to watch a game with my boys, um, going avoiding to, going back home because yeah, you avoiding want to going that. back home, especially when you really are doing nothing, and right. it's just a trust situation because of your own. Um, your own uh, and going back to that, with that point of that uh, post I posted with that I don't I don't know who the guy was, but he posted a post like, "Ladies, you need to understand like men don't marry for sex or that men marry for peace." In that point of like you ca- causing all this drama and turmoil by you doing and aiding and all that, the less and less of what you're gonna see of the person that you want to be with or develop some sort of family, it's not gonna want to sit. And deal with that. I think people make things complicated in relationships in general. Honestly, I think that if you're gonna be with somebody, especially up to marry them, you gotta trust mm-hmm. them. Trust mm-hmm. means trust, right? It don't mean trust you to a point mm-hmm. or trust you to, you know. I, I I feel like it. And if you're trying to, you know, worry about a guy's trip, worry about what time coming in, worried about a phone or blah, blah 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 blah, that means you don't trust me. And if you're not trusting me, then you're doing discredit to yourself because now you're not having a good relationship because mm-hmm. your mind is always thinking about. What's he doing or who is he doing it with? Mm-hmm. You're freaking fucking Sherlock Holmes instead of my wife now or whatever, trying to be, a, you know, a, a detective. So I feel like that's um, that's an issue, you know, in itself. So um, moving forward to uh, detox is finally out. The however effect is uh, is, is an effect. Okay, Dr. Dre. <laughs> well, I only said it because Josh said it's, it's like detox. We'll be bringing it out, but I did finally put a part of this out. And the however effect stems from relationships and that for most people, um, when they're in relationships, there's um, – well, it goes two ways, actually. Uh, a lot of times there's uh, some things you may not like about a person to even start to get with them. However, you know, there could be some kind of uh, winning quality that makes you just, you know, want to be with them or or stay with them. Um, the uh, I it, it started from a show we did uh, way back when. And it's, it comes from a quote from a, um, a Biggie song and where uh, one more chance, actually, and where he says in the second verse, heart throb, never black and ugly as, as ever. However, and then he goes on to say, I say Gucci down to the socks, blah, blah, blah. Talking about how he pulled all these girls no matter what he looked like because right. there was a however effect in place. So. But then it's the other way around where they got all these great things that's with you and you love everything about them. However, there could be something that you just don't feel is great, but it's still not enough to deter you, I guess. Hmm. So with that being said, are um, of the things that we are willing to accept, is there an absolute – well, I kind of figured it out what you was fucking ratchet friends. But is there an absolute <laughs> deal breaker? 
uh, um, you know, for you. Like of all the howevers, if there's something that you say, I can't do it, no matter what, no matter how how great she is, otherwise, I can't deal with this. Um, I guess it just goes into, um, like, the lack of trust and what causes you to react in regards to the lack of trust. Like going to that peace thing. Like if I'm going home. And I'm trying to have a conversation or I had a rough day. And then you're like nagging me and like going back and forth with me over something that's like nothing necessary. Or I, I clearly told you like I had a rough day and then you may acknowledge it. And then you go off on a tangent and something about something completely different. I may have done years ago and then you bring it back up. It just makes me feel like I can't talk to the person I'm supposed to talk to. And you're supposed to be like my friend, my girl, my woman, my 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 best, and I can't even give you the best of me because you're taking away from me. Right. And how is that even fair, or how are you giving me something that I can't get out on these streets? Because uh, going to Josh's theory, there's plenty of fish in the sea, and there's a lot of women who are willing to just give you that specific piece. Where the one girl that you want to deal with, the one girl that you want to deal with is not giving you that. Yeah. Um, and that word is. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So my not bad. Pacific. Specific. Pacific. Is but um, I'm going to clean that up. That's how I told for pointing that out. <laughs> but um, but I, I agree Pacific, with you. Yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I, I definitely um, agree with that. For you, though, Josh, um, is there an absolute non-however, a deal breaker? Cognitive dissonance. So if you're creating scenarios, <laughs> right, <laughs> and then getting upset at the scenarios You can see you Mike's create, face. Right. That makes sense. I mean, that, that makes sense. And actually. how often does that happen? So you made more about, I guess, our earlier conversation, maybe before John got in here, where you're creating, um, let's say, an untrue scenario, like, you know. That the, and or drama. And or drama, right? So those things become absolute deal breakers for you. Those are uh, no-fly zones. So we have the red flag alerts, but then we have the no-fly zone. <coughs> you yes. are not uh, allowed in Josh's airspace at that point. Okay. All right. Um or a lot of complaining. Huh, okay. Again, as someone who consciously realizes how fortunate that I am, right? Right. And also being friends with people who are, let's say, not. Right. So seeing all those spectrums, meeting all these people around the world, seeing people in poverty at different levels. Right. So there is a real thing. This is why I have an issue with a lot of things that's going on in terms of complaining in the media. There are things that are literally first world problems. I agree with that as well. So there's a lot to be thankful for. And you, you know, you like to put it on your, you know, on your story, put all the lyrics about being thankful and all that. But if you're not actually illustrating that, if you're not applying that wisdom, cognitive dissonance. So constant complaining about, I guess, small things to you. All the. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Blink-182. Oh, wow. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, on that, you know, I was a huge TRL fan back in the day, so I was on there a lot. Carson, but, yeah, shout out to Carson Daly too. Um, so for me, um, the absolute deal breaker for me, I think it goes more to what Banks said. I think it's um, it's the trust. Like I can't be with you if you don't trust me. I can't be my own defense attorney every single day of my life, and 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 I, and and I, and I can't. Um, you know, constantly coddle you and make you feel better about our relationship. I can't do that. And that just going to drive me crazy and drive a wedge between us all the time. I remember when, um, um, I was with someone and I, I um, and I remember like she, uh, and she used to take my phone sometimes and I guess at some point she learned how to like tippy toe, I guess. So she would like grab my phone while I was asleep. And what she would do was go in the bathroom and look at it and stuff like that, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, but what happened was, you know, and, 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 and sometimes she would go through it. She would find something she didn't like, whether it was explainable. Well, most times explainable and wake me up middle of the night. Yeah, what's this? Blah blah blah. Listen, this was a much younger age. Yo, whatever. she gave you the Wolf of Wall Street treatment. Big facts, right? So, but what it did was it created a wedge because it actually caused me a small amount of PTSD, right? Because now every time I'm sleeping at night, I think I wake me up with my phone or whatever like that. So now I'm like, want to sleep my phone under my pillow, not even because I'm hiding nothing, because I don't want to be worried about you tiptoeing my phone in the bathroom and stuff like that. So. Things like that is just too much for me. And then, like I said, like to have small incidents um, turn into a. Uh, actually, I got a story about the trust. This is story time with Miguel. <laughs> so, ex of mine. So, uh, I had a. Uh, it was the Samsung watch, the first version of it, I remember. And uh, I uh, I used to work for this company of North Jersey, and uh, I went to um, take a shower, and I had my phone for the music, but I left my watch that's charged. So she went through my watch, and you know, not the phone or whatever like that. So um, uh, during the daytime when I was at work, a girl was going to Quick Check, and she uh, her name was Keisha, and the girl asked me. Um, do you want anything? But I was working and I was like, I want something, but give me a second. She's like, yo, my break is only 15 minutes, so I can't wait for you. So I wrote my number down. I said, well, just, uh, I'll just, um, no, no. She gave me her number. She said, text me what you want or whatever like that. So I text her, you know, what I want while I was working. Therefore, she can just pick up my, what I'm, what I'm getting or stuff like that. So she's texting me, you know. Well, do you want it this size? No. What kind do you want? This. Do you want ketchup? Yes. Blah, blah, blah. So there's about 10 text messages going back and forth or whatever like that. So on the watch at the time, um, the text message would show the back and forth um, that there was 10 messages back and forth, but no actual message right, would show up. So she saw there was 10 messages back and forth from this girl named Keisha. Right? So... Um, by the time I got in the shower, it, this is how fast it happened. By the time I got in the shower, it was already, you know, who's Keisha? And I explained to her exactly what I told you. Then she said to me, uh-huh, now sound right, blah, blah. Did she read the text messages? No. 
So, um, but here's the kicker. It didn't matter because, like I said, the phone didn't actually show the message when it showed the 10 back and forth. You know what she told me? I already knew because I already texted the number and asked, uh, are you uh, Keisha and um, do you work at such and such or whatever? So I know it was a girl from your job. So before I even got in the shower, before I can even show her proof or anything, here are you done tend to girl text messages and stuff like that. And back you didn't before. actually read. Bro, the text messages won't, it wasn't showing the actual text on this. This was like the first version of the phone, of the watch. So it wouldn't show the. So you can actually text back on the watch. Yes. Interesting. Yes. So, um, so she did that or whatever. Um, and when she did it, the way she found out what a girl worked at was because she knew the girl who worked in HR already. And the girl who worked in HR, um, she texts her and said, uh, hey, do you work, um, is this such and such? And she said, yeah. She said, who is this? And she said, this is, um, let's say her name is uh, um, Jackie. Uh, this is Jackie or whatever. She said, oh, yeah, blah, 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 and that. So she only used a fake name from the HR girl, who she knew because I worked there or whatever like that. And to, to verify that the girl had worked with me, right? That she questioned me about it. I explained myself. She eventually, you know, understood. But here's what happened. So I went to work and everything was good. Two weeks later, because I lived here, Central Jersey, which I was in North Jersey. If you know North Jersey, they use like 732-973 or this and that or whatever. Only 609 number was mine. So the girl texted me, she said, did you text me the other night? I said, no, I didn't text you the other night. Because I played it off. Like, nah. Even though I knew my ex had did it or whatever Why like that. Why would you do that? Listen. So she said, she said yeah, because I got a strange text to my number. And, it, and they said it was Jackie. But um, but it's weird because I don't know why Jackie would text me that night. She's like, you sure it wasn't you? I'm like, no, I didn't text you. Why would I text you that night? Or whatever like that. So she was like, oh, okay. So then another week passed. She asked Jackie. So Jackie said... To her, I didn't text you that night. And she said, yes, you did. Here's your text message. She said, first of all, my name is spelled J-A-C-K-I-E. This is spelled J-A-C-K-Y. Why would I spell my own name wrong? Or whatever like that. So these two girls, while I'm cornering me now, like, yo, was it you? Yeah, that's what you get, doofus. Like, well, come on. But I didn't want to throw her under the bus or whatever for doing it. Because it was still my girl, Tyler, my woman. So, so She threw you under the bus, essentially. <laughs> Technically, right? So... You know, was it you? Was it this? Was it that? But blah, blah, why did you do this or whatever like that? It gets better. So Jackie's got a boyfriend. So she goes home and says, "Yeah, it was crazy. she said, how was work? Whatever like that." She says her boyfriend says, and she says, "Yeah, it was crazy." This girl uh, Keisha walked up to me, asked me that I text her, and it wasn't from me. And we think it was this guy Mike, and maybe he had something to do with his girlfriend and stuff like that. So then the, the boyfriend says, well, "Why the fuck his girlfriend use your name?" What's going on between you and Mike? <laughs> whatever like that. So <laughs> nothing's going on between me and him, whatever like that. So now Jackie's a friend with her boyfriend. Keisha's questioning me about why am I texting her? What's going on in my household? And then I was getting questioned by my woman, all from a sandwich from Quick Check or whatever. But it really stems from a lack of communication and trust that she didn't have, you know, at oh, their big fact. Yeah, at their particular time. So again. Something like that. It's like, I can't, you know, living with that and dealing with that before and other things in my life, I couldn't deal with that. So for me, trust, if you don't trust me, that's the ultimate deal breaker for me right now. Um, 
you know, with that situation. And um, also, what's the number one um, thing your significant other, I guess, must have without exception? So one was what, what's a deal breaker, but one was what she must have. Um, empathy. Hmm, that's interesting. You know, just be understanding. Um, you know, things can go wrong, things can go right. It could be up and down. I just need somebody to really understand the ups and downs of someone and give them a chance. And I think when somebody's willing and able to truthfully do that, it just speaks volumes. And I think especially with time, it could definitely help both of your situations and make you stronger. So I would I would want that. You? That's yeah. very interesting because he almost quoted the uh, Weekend song there. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> hey, the Weekend, no? There we go. <laughs> hmm. Must-haves. I would say a <clears throat> sensual appetite in the same arena. You know what's crazy? I knew that would be his answer, actually. But that needs Where'd to be Tony logistics. Where Tony at, man? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Those logistics need to be there. I understand. Because if you have a low sex drive, it's not going to work. It's not going to work for Josh. Yeah, I got it. It doesn't work for a lot of people, too. I understand. I'm just saying. But... And one of them might be including Mike. I'm just saying. <laughs> I just knew that that would be your number one, as Tony Mr. said. Three might and be the four. sex addict over there. But... Mr. Mike, three and four. Say less, no more. Eesh. Eesh. Actually, it was seven. <laughs> yeah, actually, I was thinking about, like, Mike, don't you mean, like, seven or more? Yeah, you kind of. week, just based yeah. off of what you presented? It really been seven. Because at first, you were, like, three and four. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. And then you're like, oh, no, nah, they got to do that. I broke it down, literally. Nah, yeah, when that you broke mean, it down, I was like, this, right? no, it's like you, it you need to raise the number. It's seven. Huh? It's seven. <laughs> No, it's head three times a week. It's two separate incidents. Head two times a week. Right, so that's sex seven four times. times a week. Seven times of what? Me busting a nut? That's not, that's not the question. Seven times of fellatio. Was that the question? Well, you had to tell you answer it, huh? That's how you no, answer the, the question. question. Huh? This, the that's question the was question the minimum. Was, the question was. The question from the show: Minimum, minimum time you like to have sex a week with your partner. So right. you, like you said, you broke it down. Yeah. Moments fellatio and other was coitus. Yeah. But according to Mike, coitus means fellatio and As, coitus, right? Which means you wanted it four times a week, right? So Tony, what's four plus three? Seven. Okay. <laughs> and just so. and just because Tony's a nice guy, if you actually listen to my answer, the minimum you the number you actually would have got, which would have been seven. At minimum, it's at least a seven. Yeah. Based upon my answer. Based upon your... But your answer is every time you see him. So I think he's just... Uh, but then you need to clarify what that actually means. See you from the time we had sex last or just see you that day. If I see you that day, right. I see you. Right. Which obviously means that it's at minimum seven. Okay. I All mean, right. it's incredibly obvious here. Okay. I, I get you. I mean, to your point, if the question is number of time you want to have sex a week... So if you can actually say oral sex and vaginal sex, it's all sex. So I guess my answer is seven or whatever. 
to your points. <laughs> but, nah, but I had to break it down because, right. you know. No, I was saying that you need to clarify that you want top seven times a week. Oh, yeah, I know. I get that, too, or whatever like that. Because and, and, and that I, might be a lot for but but, but but I think, see, the woman I deal with. <laughs> I deal with. Eesh, over here, say it with your chest. Eesh, they don't count the giving top part when it's giving top right before sex or whatever. I agree. I know the type of girls you're talking about and they would be in that category. Yeah. Because something you don't have to deal with and this is why I actually do agree with Tony. You don't even have to tell them. They just do it anyway. Right. Ten times better. Yeah. They they count the women I deal with, they count just just giving top as giving top. But not giving top for sex. That's like a part of sex to them. That's why wouldn't you do it for sex or whatever like that. Like I said, um, you know, sex without hair, like a sandwich without bread. Like, it all goes together. <laughs> <laughs> the same response when you said that. You got that saying. on coin. That's another sound bite. We need a sound bite for that, too. We need to add that That's to the yeah, that Yo, I'm about to sit down some chicks, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like, like the Kevin Gar- that, like the, meat and cheese? Like, like that, here. Like that Kevin Hart sound bite that Charlamagne be throwing around? Yeah. Oh, he's gay, so what? Like, we need that. <laughs> we need that. So... All right, you know what? Since we got you here, Banks, off topic. Yeah. Since we found out that, that 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 you know how much Tony wants some some top. What wh- what's your expectations for top per week? For for top? Yeah. Um, per week? Yes, that's a question. Cause Tony got yelled at because he wanted twice a week by a second wife. <laughs> <laughs> twice a week. The funniest line to me is when he said, "I never met a guy who wanted to some." <laughs> You about to make that a sound bite. I know. <clears throat> I, I'll go for modest four. Modest? <coughs> okay. I'll go for modest four. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, it, it, depending on the week. Sometimes I'm, I don't know. <laughs> so if it's a uh, stressful week, <coughs> seven? Yeah, we all go for Mike. <laughs> yeah, seven. What? <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious, bro. Even though Mike is really like eight. Eight How's plus. eight? What are you talking yeah, about? I just <laughs> what kind of math are you doing over here? No, because if if you said you want sex, you said you want sex four times a week, and you want head with your sex. That's four. So that's four and four. No, it's so four I, and three. I said three. But that head. doesn't make sense because you want head and sex. No, no, that's four, uh-huh. and then three just head. So that's seven altogether. Okay. Math wasn't your best subject, bro. But it's quite all right. But, but you know, I'm actually looking forward to getting married because then if we have this red flag discussion then i can just be like she would hang with him come home and i would be like let's 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 sleep together she's like i got a boyfriend i'm like man so what i'm your husband <laughs> that's all we need <laughs> the vets man so sorry tony man so sorry bro um so uh the number one thing for me to have unlike josh is not the sexual appetite um I think it would be um, for a woman to um, um, show that she's, uh, I guess, like a go-getter. I can't mess with a bum. Oh, yeah, got to be ambitious. Yeah, ambitious. That's where I'm looking for, actually. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I think ambition is my number one thing. Mm-hmm. I think I think I want to see, um, number, number one thing she got to have is ambition for me. Like, I wanna... you, you know what I'm thinking of, right? What? Who you brought up last time. Who's doing business with a? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And, she, and she's got it. 
However, oh, your yeah, at the, <laughs> at and, the, and baby mom, right? Yes, my son's mother. <laughs> um, and it's funny because I was just uh, talking to her earlier about some other stuff she's doing right now. Really? Yeah, you uh, started a dialogue. We've been dialoguing forever. We never stopped dialoguing, but it was about the studio that she opened up. But oh yeah, your plausible deniability clause. Anyway, um, and she's definitely got it. You know, I, I wouldn't deny that, and that's and that's honestly part of the reason why I was attracted to her was because of that. Like she always had it. Honestly, right. like I remember I was I was down and out like um at the time, mm-hmm. and I was in a bad space. I needed to find a spot to stay real quick, mm-hmm. and I have enough for the deposit. I only water for for um. Time a couple months, and she was like, "Yo, what you need?" I was like, "I need eight hundred. She was like, "I got it." She came in tomorrow with the stuff for like, like, oh, one like that. So definitely, um, you know, got it now, and, and always, and always will have it. <clears throat> and I shout her out, you know, for that. But that's probably number one thing for me because I can't, I don't like, to, I can't be with a woman who I don't see that from, mm-hmm. who I feel like only um, is using me mm-hmm. to try to get ahead. Um, I never see you doing nothing for yourself. It turns me off if you're like lay around. Don't want to do nothing. Um, only find at the one place you are, stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, I think that's just kind of a, a turnoff for me. So I think ambition is what I, you know, is, is what I really want to see from a woman. Um, on the next one, are there things? I know there's a deal breakers, but are there things that you are willing to accept as long as there's an expiration date? Like as long as you're trying to figure out, all right, she may do this for now, but Probably next year she won't, or whatever, a few months or whatever. Mm. It's obviously not ratchet friends, so we know that. Mm. Well, maybe so. Well, maybe yeah, she, I'll, she I'll say that. friends at certain time, you probably would have been okay with her. Yeah, that makes right. sense. Yeah, I'll, I'll just say that. Like when it comes to friends, because at the end of the day, like you don't know if we're gonna always be together or whatever, and like these are your friends, or whatever. I don't know, so. I can say that. And then some people can grow. Some people change. Uh, so I will say that. So for you, I don't think you're going to accept the non-sexual, ap- non-sexual appetite. But I think you might accept, let's say, the complaining as long as you figure she may stop it at some point. Or am I wrong? I mean, that's fair. I would say collectively, let's say the majority, right? Right. Girls tend to complain to guys just to see if they put up with it. Right. Little, their own testing mechanism to see who's an alpha, who's not, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. So I would go into it with that, you know, anticipation, like, okay, it eventually will stop. But again, if it doesn't, right, that's been the red flag the entire time. <laughs> and I actually gave you a, a honest chance. Yeah. Which is not jaded at all. Are you still trying to get away from the moniker of Jada Josh? Or what? Because no one on? has responded yet. So in the next Dear Josh letter, please explain why Josh Nate, is jaded. Nate, help me out with the... Uh, Nate Dizzle! With the jaded letter there. Stuff like that. Um, I, I guess there's... I mean, of course, if, if I know, like, uh, you know, there's things that she's only doing for now that bothers me, I, I guess I can get rid of it, but there's still going to be an expiration date, but it might come quicker than what she thinks it will. I'm just saying. Swift judgment. Yeah, so it's like, um, let's just say, like, I don't have a problem with a woman going out, right? But let's say if she was a person that went out three, four times a week, and that would bother me and whatnot. And if she just like, yo, I'm only doing this for the summer because my girl going through a breakup, she needs to hang out, stuff like that. All right, that's cool. But 
if she's if I say it continue a little bit past that or whatnot or you know or I may not let the summer last. Like I said, it may be like yo, all right, it's been like six weeks now. Y'all gotta stop this. All right. So what if after these night excursions, she came back and her top was impeccable, as was the quitters? Would you have a problem with her going out then? I mean, come on, man. You don't need the best scenarios in there, but we well, got on banks for the same scenarios. Well, how about these scenarios? Okay, if that was the case, I would let it go through the summer. <laughs> <laughs> Hot yeah, Mike Summer. Summer. Yeah, was, she can make it through. But I, it's still got to stop at some point. Because, I mean, even with his point, like that, it, it is part of the image as well. Uh, all of us together and whatnot. And if everybody, like, y'all see a chick at the uh, spot area of the night or whatever like that, it could be a problem if it lasts for such a long time on a consistent basis. And the last thing I have, and this is a general thing, do good traits outweigh bad ones? I think you just answered yes for you. <laughs> no. Okay. You? It depends on what those traits are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just being completely honest. I know. I agree. I and, can see Tony writing something to this. And I'm going to go with Josh, and I'd say it depends on how good those traits are. It depends on, you know, what what – what they really are like, let's say, like jazz or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Like people who drink or smoke or whatever, whatever. And I particularly don't like a woman who does that stuff either, because I don't, I don't do any of it like that. But if she's an amazing woman physically and mentally, and supports me and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but she want a glass of wine every night, stuff like mm-hmm. that. Why is it she wants a couple of shots of tequila and some Jack and a couple and a four loco or something? I mean, if she's drinking it in, in, in the crib and she's the type of person who's drinking, go to sleep or whatever like that. Well, I can, I she's tired of person like to go out to work, and Ronnie comes over. See, that's too much at that it's point. Drunk, See, I mean, like, got, there's got to be a line. She's good. Man. She's good, but then she, <laughs> her uh, assistant. <laughs> that she, she told. That she told. Right? Yeah, but she told you not to worry about him. Nah, and one time I go to Jamaica. Come on, man. <laughs> You're you talking a Tyler Perry movie right now. What the hell's going on? <laughs> I'm just saying. Just send him the script. Yeah, sheesh. And then you get a screenshot. Might be better than that fall from grace he got on Netflix right now. <laughs> anyway. So wait, don't you have a scenario with that? With uh, excessive drinking? I did. And Story time? Um, the girl. Well, it was. Yeah. I mean, small sample. But um, the girl who actually wanted to come to stay with me um, at the time, she was an excessive drinker. And I, I'm not. And, um, but she was what I said, right? She was the type that would drink and, uh, go, go to sleep. Mm-hmm. But it was a bottle every night. It was a bottle of like whiskey or bourbon or whatever. Oh, wow. It had to be like a hundred proof for her or more or whatever like that. Nah. And she was type of girl. She'd been drinking. She was like 12 years old. Oh, she was in her 20s or whatever like that. And her parents allowed it. So, you know, it was just, yeah, crazy. And she grew up in a good household in a good area, too, but her parents were just crazy and whatnot. Good so, household. That, that well, I mean, just like, tells I'm, you that's the opposite. I'm, what I mean, is like, I, mean like, I mean, like, a. Um, I understand the yeah, image. Yeah. A lucrative household. Yeah. They, were, yeah right. making money, they drove Benzes and stuff yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? So They gave a but, great image. Yeah, they gave a great image. So, but inside the household, you're right. Wasn't that great? Something was going on. So, so, um, so, yeah, so that bothered me. But it's crazy because. What bothered me is the way the alcohol took precedent over everything else in her life. 
and I'm a numbers person or whatever like that. And I'm mm-hmm. uh, thinking about all that stuff like that. So I'm looking at the bottle a day, right? And you're talking about the bottle, maybe 15 bucks a day over a week and then over, over a month and over a year. Some of those are 40 yeah, how, how much money? Well, she was drinking cheap stuff because she was a person who likes to drink. Back to tell you this, person who likes to drink a lot, where strong, they sometimes will try to get the stronger stuff at the cheapest price because they want to get drunk, but they don't want to break the bank to get there, right? So, what what happened? So it was like it was. Let's just you know say twenty a day, round it up, right? That's one hundred forty dollars, you know, a week, two eighty every two weeks, five what sixty a, a month in alcohol. You're talking about over six grand a year, right? And just alcohol. So I'm looking at that like, bro, it's, I, I can't do it. If you're spending five sixty a month and just to, to drink one bottle every night, just take it away from our household, take it away from our bills, take it away from us or whatever like that. If you come to me for something, I'd be like, hey, you drunk this shit already. You know what I mean? So <laughs> to me, I'm just saying like that. <laughs> he might say that to her like, yo, what? What do you mean me. you want to go out? You want to check our budget, like, <laughs> bro? But here's the thing: she was, I, I get, I no, funny, but I guess she huh? was so much of an alcohol person. She didn't want yeah. to go out because you know this: alcohol out is yeah. expensive as shit, especially right. in the clubs or in the bars, stuff right. like that. And her being a person who has to drink to mm-hmm. be drunk, like she can't just drink casually. Mm-hmm. So, what she told me, she told me all that. She said going out bothers me because now I got to spend eighty dollars on seven shots or whatever to get where I need to be rather than buy my $15 bottle of alcohol or whatever like that. Yeah, because she had no bartender friends. Right. <laughs> but she couldn't be the person to have, you know, two or three and be like, all right, I'm here or whatever like that. Right. Or one a, or two. She was the, she had to go all in. She had to go all in, but she didn't yeah. go out because of that or whatever right. like that because it would be too expensive. Now you're right. talking about, you know, let's say she went out Saturday, Sunday, and now you're talking about 160 just for the weekend alone right? rather than, you know, 160 for the week. And stuff mm-hmm. like that, whatever like that. She knew herself very, very well, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Cause I, I took her, I took her to, just to a sports bar to watch a game, mm-hmm. and of course she wanted a, um, uh, a shot or two or something like that. It was mm-hmm. light, but she was like mad, like you know, I should have stayed home. Cause once you bought me the two shots, I wanted so much more or whatever like that and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So she was like, nah, I ain't going out no more. This is all a true story or whatever like that. So anyway, these things eventually, um, as Josh was saying, you know, turned me off. But it right. was the now nah, she acted. She was cool. She was chill. I mean, she was even super, super freakier and whatnot. You know, to your point. Mm-hmm. But if you're gonna be somebody I build a future with, to your point, mm-hmm. I can't see all this money invested in this particular habit, and mm-hmm. for us to be able to build something, you know, in the future. Because you know, when we fall, and um, I remember at the time, um, she literally, she didn't have no money or something like that. And I think I was getting paid that week, and I was. To live in check check at the time. And I remember she literally had like her cousin Western Union her money to get a bottle of alcohol or whatever like that. <laughs> it was like, yeah, this is real, real talk or whatever like that. Not for a sandwich or some food, but because she needed like, you know, a, <laughs> a, a, a bottle. bottle to drink that stress <laughs> yeah. away. So Yeah. And she's like, I'll pay you back this week or whatever like that. So So wait, you didn't help relieve any of her stress? Yes, every single night, but it wasn't stress. It was just a, uh, for her, it was a taste or whatever. Like, she was so used to it from her age that, from being such a young age doing it, that, like, she would never drink no fucking um, 
Ciroc or like that. It's only fifty proof or whatever. She needed she needed stuff that was like eighty, ninety, a hundred or above. <laughs> Añejo. Yeah, you know, from, uh, uh, <laughs> junkie juice. Yeesh. Well, I mean, what? Because she was a lot younger than me, or whatever like that. And everyone said, like, what twenty-four-year-old drinks fucking whiskey and shit like that? Like twenty-four-year-old girl and stuff like that. You know, twenty-four-year-old has something she's not telling you. Yeah. So, uh, (laughs) has something? No, no. I'm just saying, like, oh, mentally, like mentally, something is not right. Like you're you're allowing your child to drink at twelve, then you consistently think that's right. These are all red flags in regards to psychological, psychological, psychologically, something is off. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and it's funny was I thought when I first, you know, was dating her, I thought that she would look at my deterrence of it and maybe mm-hmm. try to fall back and calm it down. But I didn't realize how much of a necessity it really was for her life until she borrowed that money right. to. To, to, to drink it. So drinking it like water. Basically. Um every night. Literally and whatnot. So I mean by thirty her liver's gonna be freaking like a raisin or whatever mm-hmm. at that point. So um if it's not already. Yeah, well actually gonna be bigger because you get a fatty liver first and then it mm-hmm. blah blah. But just <laughs> medical knowledge. But anyway, um but that, ladies and gentlemen, ending with a small story time with me is our show for today. Thank you again for listening to uh, a new you radio. We appreciate all your listeners. Give us any comments through us personally that you have, and we'll see you again in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm.